Live from the heartland and the crossroads of America, it's Tony Katz today. It's a story out of Axios. And it really does say a lot. It talks about what's happening with the Republican Party and what's happening with the Democratic Party. They, they put it under their uh, headline of one big thing. I thought it was an interesting take. Tony Katz. Tony Katz today. What's going on, everybody? 833, got Tony. 833-468-8669. The one big thing states uh, that we're seeing a political realignment in real time. Now, I brought this up when talking about Joe Biden. Sorry, Dr. Joe Biden. As you know, she is uh, such an intellectual heavyweight. What with fantastic commentary like this. We can't get those things on our own. Raul helped build this organization with the understanding that the diversity of this community, as distinct as the Bogodas of the Bronx, as beautiful as the blossoms of Miami, and as unique as the breakfast tacos here in San Antonio, <laughs> is your strength. Comparing uh, Hispanics to breakfast tacos is something uniquely special. <laughs> really and truly special. This is, uh, of course, what happens when you aren't connected uh, to uh, the people. This is what happens when you don't understand how people are. You don't understand how they act. You don't understand. You don't. You don't even like these people. You hate these people. You know who uses the expression Latinx? No one. Well, no one on the street, but certainly you can go to people in the university who are using it. You can you can clearly do that. You can go into any uh, a faculty lounge and you'll find plenty of the people screaming Latinx, but not anybody who is actually uh, Latino or Hispanic because they're like, what the hell is this? This is, this is nothing. This is nothing. It's not how people act. Thus brings us to the story from Axios. The story from Axios goes as follows. Democrats are becoming the party of upscale voters concerned more about issues like gun control and abortion rights. Republicans are quietly building a multiracial coalition of working class voters with inflation as an accelerant. And I said, well, three cheers for Axios. Engaging in a proper conversation. The Democratic Party, for all of their talk of union this and union that, are they actually connected to the unions or are they only interested in the union leadership that writes them a check? If you find that the Democratic Party has all of these wonderful college graduates in it, but nobody who actually works with their hands for a living, 
Well, you become a party of elitists, which is fascinating because that's what they say of the Republican Party. They say of the Republican Party that the Republican Party is out of touch. They say of the Democratic Party, the Democratic Party is the party of, of the working man. This is what they say. Axios has this one accurate. Now, we should argue what happened or, or what we mean by quietly building a multiracial coalition of working class voters. I don't know if I would give the Republican Party that much credit. And if, if I sound weird, it's not your radio, guys. It was it was a bunch of days in Vegas, cigar convention, uh, a, a lot was smoked, not the best ventilation in the room, not much sleep, the flying, the whole thing. I feel fine. The voice ne- needs, uh, I don't know, uh, more bourbon. I, got, I, have to, I have to assume. I never give the Republican Party that much credit. Building a multiracial coalition. How about instead, people of all stripes are starting to realize that this thing that they are told that if X then Y doesn't actually apply because X is nuts. If you are Hispanic, you are a liberal. If you are black, you are a liberal. If you are gay, you are a liberal. If you're Jewish, you are a liberal. That's what has been told. And you've heard me discuss it. We've discussed it together. If you're black and conservative, to them, you're not really black. And we have seen this time and again and again and again. They say this everywhere. They say this all the time. You have people like Joy Reid. Was it Joy Reid or was it Tiffany Cross? It was one of the MSNBCers. I honestly, I, 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 don't, I don't understand how anybody could be a black and a conservative, for black and a Republican. You don't, you don't, you don't know. That's, that's a weird thing not to know. To think that someone can't do those things at the same time, to think that someone can't be black and have their own mind, is really and truly something else. But you, but you, 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 you hear it constantly, and then of course you've got the the, the big one, uh, which came from Joe Biden. He was doing a radio show, and he said, "If you don't know, if if you're going to vote for 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 me or or, or Trump, thank you so much. That's really our time. I apologize. You can't do that to black media." I do that to white media and black media because my wife has to go on at 6 o'clock. Okay. Oh, uh uh-oh, I'm in trouble. Listen, you got to come see us when you come to New York, VP Biden. I will. It's a long way until November. We got more questions. You got more questions. But I tell you, if you have a problem figuring out whether you're for me or Trump, then you ain't black. It don't have nothing to do with Trump. It has to do with the fact I want something for my community. Thank you so much, If you don't know if you're going to vote for me or Trump, you ain't black. I mean, that's basically saying there's only one way to be black, and that's to be a a, a Democrat. So what happens when someone who is black says, wait a second, those people are crazy. I don't want to be anywhere near those people. Have you seen those people are nuts. 
well, they got to go somewhere. And they're like, you know, I've been told that the Republicans are this, 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 and this. Um, but my, my life experience says something very, very different. My life experience says um, they want low taxes and I get to live my life. And uh, while I've, I've got people screaming that they're bigots, I haven't experienced that. I actually see more bigotry coming from uh, those people who are the elites. I, I think I'm going to vote this way for a while and see if my life gets better. I've done it that way for 50 years, and my grandmother voted that way. It didn't do us any good. I'm going to go the other way, see what happens. That's what's happening. That is what's happening. So I don't give the credit to the Republicans building a multiracial coalition. I give credit to people of all different backgrounds saying to themselves, here's what I've been told, but here's what I know is reality. Maybe I got to stop listening to the thing that I'm being told because these people are not telling me the truth. That's what I credit it to. I credit it to people. And I wouldn't make the argument that the people who are coming over, if you will, to the Republican Party, agree with everything. I think that what they simply do is realize this is a party that isn't engaging in this level of insanity. The left is engaged in full-on insanity. You can't keep people around if you're that crazed. This is a Democrat witness uh, to, to a House panel, a doctor, according uh, to this, uh, talking about abortion. For some, abortion is liberation. There's a lot of good that comes from a people's ability to access abortion, and I want to celebrate that. And people look at that and say, okay, that's crazy. That's crazy. Abortion is killing something. Can we at least say so? Can we not celebrate it? for the, Is that too much to damn well ask? Like, yeah, I don't want to be around that. No, 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 thank you. No, thank you. I'm, I'm good. I'm clear. Just one of the many, many things. They look at gas prices and they say, whoa, 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 whoa. Gas prices were lower under Trump, and now we've got Biden, and he won't drill here, and he doesn't like oil there, and they want green everything. They want me to buy a $57,000 electric vehicle just so I can get around. This is nuts. Real life at play here. Real financial understanding at play here. And now we're not talking about the Republican Party. We're talking about people who understand their financial situation. And say, where is it better for me and my family? So that's where I would disagree with Axios. If Republicans are, as they put it, quietly building a multiracial coalition of working class voters, it's because working class voters realize that the Democratic Party has left them. The Democratic Party is just filled with elitists who lie on social media. If you follow my Twitter feed, you'll see some great lying about me. I mean, just flat out lying. (laughs) And... You will see uh, also, as people do, the lies about the economy, the lies about the border, the lies about Putin. 
Remember, every all the price increases was the hashtag Putin price hike. It was all Vladimir Putin's fault until last week when Joe Biden started blaming Republicans, gave up the whole conversation about blaming Putin because everybody saw that it wasn't about Putin. And when people see that they're being lied to, sometimes they stick around. Sometimes it takes a lot of lies. Take a look at the Declaration of Independence. A long list of usurpations and transgressions, people. It's there. They spelled it out for King George so he could read the mother. But eventually people say, while the abuses are no longer tolerable, I have to make a change. I only hope the Republican Party is smart enough to capitalize on it. Keep it here. I'm Tony Katz. So this weekend, Saturday, 3 to 7 p.m., we're going to be live at Premier Arms in Brownsburg. Cannot, cannot, cannot wait. We are raising money for blessing boxes, Brownsburg blessing boxes. We're going to feed people who need uh, the help. So here's what we're doing. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today, guys. Always a pleasure. Myself and Fingers Malloy, you know him from... Uh, the uh, the Eat, Drink, Smoke radio show uh, that I do. We're going to be there, uh, and we're going to be live. So the event starts at 3 p.m. We're going live at 4 p.m. on air, uh, and we, we've got a couple cigars to review while we're there. We've got the the, the Christoph Pistoff there, uh, Ari. That's, that's the name of a, of a cigar. Yeah, and then we've I got what? Yeah, the, okay. The cri- Christoph is the name of the cigar, and the, or, or the name of the cigar company uh, from Glen Case out there in Chicago. And then the cigar is called the Pistoff, P-I-S-T-O-F-F. Yeah, I, thought, I thought I was about to have to dump that because it sounded no. inappropriate. It's, it's, it's not. It's actually an excellent cigar. And then we'll have the Alec Bradley Magic Toast, which wait, wait, for a lot wait. of people is a cigar that put Alec Bradley back on their, their, their radar. Magic Toast also sounds like some sort of paraphernalia. Uh, then we will have the Oliva Milanio. Which is one of my all-time go-to great cigar, great smoke. Has been for years. For years. So you'll be able to purchase one of those. There'll be food trucks. Uh, we have got uh, some adult beverages uh, brought to us by Noble Wine and Spirits. They're on Connor Street in Noblesville. Noble Wine and Spirits. And then we have people donating. So uh, we're going to take donations. And we're going to raise money. And we want you to donate. Any donation over $100 puts puts you eligible to win one of the uh, prize packages there. So we've got a couple gift cards. We have uh, one for the for the for the firearm store for Premier Arms, and one for PA Jewelers because they have a jewelry store inside, uh, which is fantastic. And 10% of all your purchases that day will go to Brownsburg Blessing Boxes. So we've got that. And then uh, you you can win a gift card to to, to those. Uh, there there's an Olight package, which for people who are you know engaged in, in firearms, they they'll they'll know. Uh, and then uh, we've got a a cigar package with a humidor and some cigars and everything else. And I'll help you fill that. Uh, and then uh, we have two custom made firearms from Cox Arms USA, forty four hundred dollar value. Dang. Oh yeah. That's a good oh, deal. Yeah. We went big. We want big $100 donation, and we're going to feed people who need it. So we'll have Eat, Drink, Smoke live, and then Guy Relford, the gun guy on WIBC, he will be live for his two hours, and we'll do the, the drawing right there on, on the air. 
And you don't have to be eligible to win. You can actually call them right now and make your donation. 317-858-3030. 317-858-3030. You can make your donation uh, right now to Brownsburg Blessing Boxes and, and help out. It's just going to be fantastic. What's the time and place again? Uh, that would be, wow, look at you, Producer Ari. It's Premier Arms, 3754 South Green Street in Brownsburg. It's going to be a little bit of construction, uh, and they got to put up signs. Uh, Brownsburg, you need signs to get around the construction, people. Put up the signs. Make it easy on the businesses. 3754 South Green Street in Brownsburg starts at 3 p.m., ends at 7 p.m. Get there it's early. Gonna be, oh, it's going to be fantastic. Get there early. Come early. Come often. As they say in the biz, it's going to be absolutely terrific. Can't wait. Cannot, cannot wait uh, for this to happen. Uh, hap- um, happy to do some 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 good, uh, uh, you know, in the world. You know, you, you take a look at Twitter, and and you're like, dear lord, this is tw- Twitter's a dumpster fire. And of course, I've got the Indiana Democratic Party. Uh, lying about me like it's their job. I didn't realize until today exactly how big of a show we are. How big of a show. To claim that I engaged in disinformation about uh, the story of this 10-year-old and the abortion, or we talked about in the last hour, the Indy Star is now reporting that a man in Ohio was arrested and charged in the rape of a 10-year-old that led to an Indiana abortion. This is now uh, the newest reporting that's out there. I talked about it the minute it came out in the last hour. I'm going over again right now. But I've got the Indiana Democratic Party claiming I engaged in misinformation. When did I engage in misinformation? Wanting to know how the Indy Star vetted a story and saying that Megan Fox of PJ Media had a rather incredible analysis breaking down there are parts of the story that don't make sense. We now have charges. We're now going to find out about who it was who was charged, a, a Gershon Fuentes in Columbus, Ohio. We're going to find out a lot of things. Why was this information not known from the beginning? There were questions about why there weren't police reports filed. That, that's analysis. How does the Indiana Democratic Party says, oh, you don't believe all those who are survivors of sexual assault. Good Lord. Asking how the Indy Star goes about their stories. Not only why not back down, I will triple down on that one because I didn't do anything wrong. When they lie about you, you know you're over the target. When they're targeting you, you know that you're 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 shooting straight. It's obvious. How afraid are of me are they? You understand what's happening, right? The stations were sold to another company, and they're trying to see if they can't get rid of me when that happens. <laughs> Mark it down, people. Of course that's what's going on. Best of luck to them. What can I say? I'm going to keep on talking. Honestly, I'm Tony Katz. You can't touch this. You can't touch this. Mr. President, what's your message to Democrats who don't want you to run again? They want me to run. Two thirds say they don't. Read the polls, Jack. You guys are all the same. That poll showed that 92% of Democrats, if I ran, would vote for me. A majority of Democrats say they don't want you to run again in 2024. 92% said if I did, they'd vote for me. 
Read the polls, Jack. From now on, pretty sorry. Anytime I reference you, I'm calling you Jack. Thanks, Cats. That's not how it works. Katz is my last name. Jack is not even related to you. I am Tony Katz. Tony Katz today. What is going on? 833-GOT-TONY, 833-468-8669. Oh, he is the gift that keeps on giving. However, there might be a gift that gives just a little bit more. Your car's seatbelt. Safety miracle or decapitation nightmare? What is the connection between rain and farming? The answer may surprise you. Heroin, sex, machine guns, flamethrowers, murder. There's no story here. We've just found that ratings go up when we say those words. It's time for the worst headline of the day. Starbucks pulls a new chicken sandwich after diarrhea complaints. This is a true uh, story as reported by the New York Post. Starbucks has pulled the chicken, maple, butter, and egg sandwich from its menu less than a week after its launch because um, of uh, an infection, bacterial infection, uh, that leads to, uh, to, to diarrhea. Um, I, just for the record, it's the... It's the chicken, maple, butter, and egg sandwich. I'm just saying that you were guaranteed to have a problem. I've had it before. And? I, I'm not a breakfast guy. You know, it was fine. I wouldn't wear it again. Um, no, but how did you feel afterwards? I, you know, I don't feel good ever after eating breakfast, but I did it because I wanted to experience the food. And? I felt bloated afterwards. Like, I didn't feel good. Like, I again, I, I didn't feel sick, but I didn't feel okay. good. All right. Just wanted, to, just wanted to see if we could get the full scoop, Jack. It's not my name, <laughs> Barry. <laughs> oh, that story is just so awful. That is just so awful. But, but you know, it's it's just another reason uh, not, not, to drink, not to drink Starbucks. I mean, sometimes during a pinch you do what, what you got to do. But, you know, when, when you've got an opportunity, uh, take advantage. Take advantage of the opportunity. Let me give you a, a, a twofer here. Uh, there was this back and forth that went on between Senator Josh Hawley of Missouri and, and a professor. And they were talking about transgender rights. Uh, she's a University of California Berkeley law professor, Professor Bridges. Uh, I'm, I'm un... I, I, didn't get to hear her name being pronounced, K-H-I-A-R-A, and I'm not sure how I pronounce it, so rather than make a mistake, I'm just going to be respectful and call her uh, Professor Bridges. She's from Cal Berkeley, and she's speaking, and you have Josh Hawley asking questions of her and about um, those who are... uh, as the expression goes, uh, transgender. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. Thanks to all of the witnesses for being here. Uh, before, uh, I, I want to visit with you, Ms. Meske, but before I do, I just want to clear one thing up. Professor Bridges, you said several times, you've used a phrase, I want to make sure I understand what you mean by it. You've referred to people with a capacity for pregnancy. It, would that be women? 
many women, cis women, have the capacity for pregnancy. Many cis women do not have the capacity for pregnancy. Um, there are also trans men who are capable of pregnancy, as well as non-binary people who are capable of pregnancy. So this isn't really a women's rights issue. It's a, We it's, can it's recognize a that this impacts women while also recognizing that it impacts other groups. Those Only women can get pregnant. Let's start with that as a baseline. Only women can get pregnant, and anyone who says anybody else can get pregnant is not speaking honestly. Men cannot get pregnant. So if a woman says they're a man, they can say it from now until the end of time, but they're not a man. They can believe it. They can live their life a certain way. I'm not in, I'm involved in that conversation. But don't say that you're, you're a man when you are a woman. Those things are not mutually exclusive, Senator Hawley. Oh, so your view is, is that the core of this, this right then is about what? So um, I want to recognize that your line of questioning um, is transphobic, um, and it opens up trans people to violence by not recognizing that. Wow, you're saying that I'm opening up people to violence by asking whether or not women are the folks who can have pregnancies? So I'm one, I want to note that one out of five transgender uh, persons have attempted suicide. So I think it's important because of my line of questioning because so we can't talk about it because denying that trans people exist and pretending not to know that they exist. I'm is denying that trans people exist by asking are you? you if you're talking are you? about women are you? having pregnancies. That are you, are you, are you is the story. Because while Holly didn't hit this perfectly, he is showing what happens when you should ask a question. They don't want any questions asked, which is why they go into this conversation about uh, being being suicidal. And we need to put an end to certain parts of a conversation. Are you, are you, are you? It, it, to, to note that men are not women and women are not men is not denying that anybody exists. That's a lie. It is what it is. That's an untrue statement. Lacking fact. People exist, but they can't get me to go along with their lies. You cannot be a man and tell me you're a woman and get me to believe it. That's different than whether or not I'm in your way. Right? I'm not, I'm not getting in your way. You go, you go live your life. You just can't tell me I have to live your life. The radical ideology here of this professor is the story. Professor Bridges believes you can't even question when someone says they're a man or a woman. Do you believe that uh, men can get pregnant? No, I don't think men can <laughs> so. Get you pregnant. are denying that trans people like this thing. And that leads to violence? Is this how you run your. Men can't get pregnant is not denying that trans people exist. Men can't get pregnant because men can't get pregnant. That's it. End of list. She didn't prove anything here except the idea that she will manipulate language to move forward her ideology. And one of the things that we have to do is not allow that to happen. You've got a, a, an interesting piece from Michael Brendan Doherty over there at National Review. We have to confront gender ideologues for what they are. There's uh, there there's a there's a, a this this idea that somehow because someone says it, you have to accept it. No, 
That's not the way it works. That is not. Do I have to play it? Do I really? Okay. All right. I'll do it just because you asked. That's not how it works. That's not how any of this works. It's like when they say that if you don't do X, somebody who is transgender is more likely to, to commit suicide or try to commit suicide. That's not how it works. That's not how it works. I, I've said it once. I'll say it again. Suicide and, and suicidal tendencies comes from within. It's about you and how you feel. It's about who you are. I have said this many times. 1-800-273-8255. That's the, the, the suicide uh, hotline. A call I never had to make. Uh, suicidal in my life? Yes. I never made that call. If you, You're worth it. Make, make the call. By the way, they, they now have a new three-digit number. You can dial 988, and you'll get the Suicide and Crisis Lifeline. That it's, it's changed. It's morphed. So 988 if you need to make that call. But I'm not going to pretend something exists when it doesn't so someone else can feel better about themselves. I won't lie to myself to make somebody else's life better. I won't do it. Because my life becomes worse, and I refuse to do that. It's one of the things I learned through uh, from from the days of my depression. I was lying to myself and others all the time, and it wasn't these big, grandiose lies. I wasn't okay, and I had no idea how to get better. None. So why was I pretending that I was okay? I wasn't okay. Why wasn't I being much more proactive in searching uh, for, for a way to get through this? Why was I pretending that everything was fine? Why was I lying to my new wife about what I was doing during the day as if somehow I was actually looking for a job? Literally, I have a couple of months. I couldn't tell you what I did. I remember staring at a computer screen. I have no idea what I was looking at. None. Zero. No clue. I didn't have it together, my dear people. And the one thing that came out of that that has been most helpful to leading a happy life is that I don't lie. I don't lie to myself and I don't lie to others. But if you tell me by not lying, I am somehow uh, declaring that certain people don't exist, you're telling me I have to lie to make them feel better, but lying destroys me. So the answer is no. And I don't give a damn if you like it or not. It's inciting violence to ask, uh, do only women get pregnant? Only women get pregnant. That's it. That's it. That's the whole story. Nothing else. Nothing else. So we have, on multiple levels, these stories... The, 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 these assaults on our mind that we have to respond to. And that's why I think this exchange with, uh, with Senator Hawley is so important. People exist and pretending not to know that they exist. I'm is denying that trans people exist by asking are you, you if you're talking are you? about women are you? having pregnancies. Do you believe that uh, men can get pregnant? 
No, I don't think. <laughs> so you are denying that trans people like this. Thing. And that leads to violence. Is this how you run your classroom? Are students allowed to question you, Absolutely. or are they also treated like this? Where no, no, no. They're, they're told allowed that to they're question. opening up people to oh, violence. We have a good time in my class. You should join. Oh, I bet. You might learn a lot. Wow, I, I would learn a lot. I've learned a you, lot. Just I know. In this exchange. Absolutely extraordinary. Now the question before us is: Do you really think someone is allowed to disagree with her? Look what she just did. If I was a student of hers, I'd be afraid to disagree with her. Then again, if I was a student of hers, uh, I, I would wish my parents wouldn't pay for Berkeley. But she isn't the only person out there engaged in an absolute ridiculous fallacy. Her fallacy, of course, is the idea that you can't ask questions and that if you do, you're leading other people down a, a, a path of pain. Then there is Senator Maisie Hirono, the senator from Hawaii, who doesn't understand what the Supreme Court does and is pushing the idea that the Constitution is unnecessary. Originalism, they, uh, the justices who take that approach go all the way back to our founding fathers and pretend that they know what our founding fathers meant when they drafted the Constitution. I use the word pretend because who the heck would, should, would, would know what our founding fathers meant. Um, is there any reference to AR-15 rifles in our Constitution? No. I mean, that's pure ignorance. Massive ignorance. She doesn't, she opposes the concept of originalism, which is the idea that the Constitution says what it says and doesn't say what it doesn't say, as a way of saying we should not treat the Constitution as something that is rigid, to which we, we live our lives, but rather we should treat it as a living Constitution and make changes based on the sways and the emotions of the mob. She believes herself more enlightened, more capable, more able, smarter than. So therefore, why do we have to listen to these old white men when instead we should listen to Maisie Hirono, who doesn't understand that justices have engaged a tremendous amount with the text of the Founding Fathers, discerning and deciphering what their intent was. That this is the purpose of the court. But she doesn't believe in the court. She believes in dismissing it. And she thinks of herself as not only an intellectual, but a pious one at that. Do not raise your children to be like Maisie Hirono. Because, I mean, she's just letting you know. No belief in the Constitution at all. No need for the Constitution at all. You've got a Heartland Rasmussen poll that says a majority of Democrats believe the Constitution is rooted in racism and sexist. 57% 57% thinks it's rooted in racism, 64% say it's a sexist document, and 49% of Democrats believe the Constitution should be mostly or completely rewritten. Meanwhile, 80% of independents have a very or somewhat favorable opinion of the Constitution. Believe the poll for what you will, but when you hear Senator Maisie Hirono, Democrat from Hawaii, speak like that, you got to believe this is where Democrats are. That is... Uh, That is one heck of an elitist place to think that Representative Ocasio-Cortez and Bernie Sanders know better how to create a nation than John Adams. John Adams was imperfect. Bernie Sanders is a commie. There's the difference. I'm Tony Katz.
Remind me tomorrow to talk about Michael Moore, the the documentarian, and his new Second Amendment. Oh, it's so freaking precious. Tony Katz, guys, so good to be with you. Another $1.7 billion for Ukraine? Hmm, why? Look, I, I don't lie about things I've said on this show. I said that we should help Ukraine. I had no problem in helping Ukraine as long as they were the ones engaging the fight. As we have spoken to uh, Major Mike Lyons, retired United States Army, Ukraine's losing this fight. Because Russia, while inept and incompetent, still has a lot of people and a lot of hardware they can throw at it. But they're getting $1.7 billion in aid from the U.S. and the World Bank to pay healthcare workers' salaries. Um, oh, that's going to be a problem. The healthcare workers where? In Ukraine? I expect them to donate their time. If you told me we were paying for bandages, that'd be one thing. Then I'd ask why we're not paying for bullets. I mean, we're going to pay for something. I don't believe in foolhardy spending, though. Ukraine ain't perfect, but I'll support them against Russia. But I don't like foolhardy spending at all. Keep it here. This is Tony Katz today.